If you've never shared an episode of this podcast with anybody, I'd ask that this be the one that you share. In our last episode, we talked about the dangers of the new law, uh, laws actually, there's two of them separately but working together, that are allowing for the kidnapping and mutilation of our children. If you live inside of Washington State, you are at infinitely greater danger from these laws, um, but really you're at risk of them wherever you're at. So in this episode, I want to put forth a couple of ideas on how we can push back on how we need to push back and actively fight against the evil that is happening coming out of that state and a couple other places. So let's get into it as we have another hazardous conversation. Trigger warning disclaimer. Hazardous Conversations pushes rhetorical boundaries for acceptable political discourse. Listening to this program could have the uncomfortable side effect of provoking deep intellectual inquiry into foundational principles of liberty. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to Hazardous Conversations. My name is Tyler Miller. I'm your host. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. So Washington State has new laws on the books that effectively allow for the kidnapping of children, uh, to sequester them at secret, undisclosed locations. And once they are in these secret locations, to begin injecting them with wrong sex hormones and prepping them to have their bodies mutilated to go along with the mental illness that has seized their little brains. So how do we fight back against this? Um, well, the obvious answer, the one that pops out and the one that people like to... Uh, go after the first is, well, let's work on getting the law repealed. And that's wonderful. And that's something that I, I encourage people who are in that position to go ahead and, and work that process. I know that there's a, a referendum petition going around to get signatures to go on the ballot to get this law repealed. It's kind of unfortunate that they uh, are actually going over after, <clears throat> they're actually only going after one of the two laws that were passed that these two laws are working together. One of them is Senate Bill 5599. Uh, the other one, I believe, is 1467. Um, I need to double check that real quick. Oh, no, it's 1469. So Senate Bill 5599 and 1469 are the two bills that, when combined, uh, allow for the taking of your children away from healthy, wonderful, loving homes and subjecting them to the foster program or shelters and in most cases uh, to hospitals, treatment centers. So the petition that's going around is, I believe, only to repeal 5599, which is good, that's necessary, but that won't prevent the kidnapping of children. Um, as I understand it, uh, 5599 is the one that redefines um, basically gender identity. Uh, if you deny a child's gender identity, then that's equal to abuse, and they can take your child away from you and put them into a shelter, and you have no rights to know where they are or what's happening to them because you're an abusive parent because you deny them their gender identity. 1469 <clears throat> is the one that takes... Uh, allows children to be abducted from other states. It's the one that turns Washington into a purported sanctuary state uh, for children seeking, minors seeking 
uh, quote unquote uh, healthcare, uh, and and put that under whatever heading you want to. Um, it's a basically combined uh, gender jacking and abortion measure allowing minors to travel across state lines to Washington State, be put into a shelter, be shielded from their parents, be shielded from any extradition requests, be shielded from law enforcement outside of the state of Washington, uh, and put them into medical situations uh, such as abortion, such as uh, having their bodies mutilated for uh, their gender dysphoria. And so while it's important to repeal either one, we really need to work on getting both repealed. But the reality is, and forgive me if you live in this state and you have a different opinion on this, that is never going to happen. That state is so far gone. The people living there are so far gone. It's never going to happen. They've crossed a Rubicon from which there is no coming back without total and complete collapse and we're not going to be able to, to help that along simply by running a petition initiative. So what do we need to do? What are things that need to happen? Well, as I explained in my last episode, leave the state. Get the heck out of there. If you've got kids, get the heck out of there. Now, people say, I can't leave the state. I, my circumstances, I can't leave. So here's some ideas. Here's some ideas that we can put into place, put into action. I'm working on this. My friend Julie Barrett's working on this. Uh, we're getting a couple other people involved to see how far we can go with uh, these ideas. And what I'd like to do is talk about them on this episode. So the first one deals with that first issue. And it's really the one that I think is probably the simplest one to put into place. <clears throat> Um, it really requires a network of people and maybe some funding. But the idea is if you feel like you are trapped in that state and were it not for your circumstances, you would leave. We need to be able to help you leave. We need to, those of us who live outside of the state, and even if we live inside the state still, we need to work on putting resources together putting networks together to help people, help families who want to leave, who want to protect their children to be able to do so. Help them overcome whatever obstacles, whatever hurdles are in their path that keep them trapped in that state. If that's the ability to find a job, we need to help them find a job in a new location in a free state. If that's finding housing, we need to help them find housing in a free state. If that, and this is where funding would come in, if they don't have the resources to do the move, we need to be able to step in and help them with those resources, give them those resources, get them those resources so that they can move out of the state. In other words, eliminate that excuse. And please don't misunderstand me when I say it's an excuse. I'm not judging you, I'm, but I'm saying it's an excuse for not getting out. If we can eliminate that burden, then that is going to help so many people who need to flee the state, who may want to flee the state to protect their children, and that will help buffer these free states who need people who understand that they need to protect their kids. We want you here. I need help in Arkansas because I need I need more people to help convince the people here who don't believe me how crazy it's getting in Washington. Um, I need more 
personal testimony, people saying, yeah, it's as crazy as it sounds. So that's one thing that we need to do. Uh, and I think we can put into place relatively easy and relatively quickly if we have the people. The second thing we need to do, and this idea came to me after listening to the Richard story on the Todd Herman show. Um, if you haven't heard their their story and their um, what they went through, uh, I invite you to go to Todd's podcast. Uh, find theirs. It was uh, from last week, I think Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Um which means nothing if you're listening to this <laughs> later on. Um, hold on a second. Okay, it's episode 833 of The Todd Herman Show. Listen to episode 833 and listen to the Richards story. And what they're working on um, is setting up sanctuary cities, sanctuary counties, sanctuary states. And we need to all be doing that in the places that we live. Talk to your local law enforcement. Talk to your local elected officials. Start setting up and start making clear that you have the backing of your local officials on the city, the county, and, and eventually the state level. Because this is really where this battle needs to happen is we need states pushing back against other states that are attempting to do this. We need the full force and weight of the state government uh, to be able to bring to bear the, to protect families once they get here um, and make it clear that no, we're not going to surrender our children. And if you take our children from us, we are going to actively pursue them. Um, and we're going to aggressively pursue them, which is going to get into the next part of what we need to do. Now, up to this point, we've talked about relatively passive activities. Uh, when I say passive, it means we're just organizing to help people get in um, out of situations uh, with resources and then to set up uh safe places when they get out of those situations. Now let's talk about stuff that uh, takes a little bit more active pushback. Uh, the first thing along those lines is we need to have, I call it an interdiction team. And what this team or this group, what they would specialize in, and when you listen to the Richards story, this will make a little bit more sense. But what this group would, its purpose would be, is to be able to rapidly respond if a family contacts them to say, we think we're being targeted by the state, are fearful that the state is coming after our child, we need to get out now. And this team would then jump into action and they would be the team that would help that family immediately get out of the state. Whether that's by car, by plane, however it is, they would be the ones that would immediately step in and rescue that family and immediately get them out of the state. They would also be the team that stays behind to take care of things that need to be taken care of so that the family can stay together, so that not none of the family members have to stay behind to take care of animals that, at the house or to finish paying bills or to pack things up or whatever it is, um, and if necessary, be the ones interacting when the state comes a knocking at the door. That's what this group, this team would, that's their purpose, is to be the ones tying up the loose ends while the family is safe out of the state. Now, I understand that gets a little hairy, that gets a little um, confrontational, but it can be set up correctly so that the confrontational aspect of it is minimized. 
And we really do want to minimize the confrontational aspect of it as much as possible. Then we get to the last thing. And ironically, it's the first idea that I had. But as I've been thinking about it, these other ideas and talking with people have, you know, kind of congealed and manifested and, and worked their, their ways in. So this is the, the last step, but really the first idea. Anyway, I call it REACH. Recover every abducted child home. No, return every abducted child home. REACH. And what this organization's purpose would be, would be quite literally to rescue these abducted children. When the state has taken them and whisked them off to a foster care or a shelter or wherever it is, remember, they intentionally make it as confusing as possible to keep the child hidden. So what is this group going to do? It's going to be comprised, it's, it's a three-tier group, and the first tier is investigation. We need to get the best hackers, the best private investigators, the best former law enforcement, people who have the training and the skill to be able to penetrate the bureaucracy to find the child, find out where they are. There's always paper trails, there's always ways to do this, and there are people out there who have the technical expertise to use technology, but they also have the investigative techniques and expertise to be able to sift through the maze, the nonsense, <clears throat> to find out where the child is. Once they are found, then there will be the operational phase. And this is where we need to have the highest quality professionals. We're talking former law enforcement, former CIA maybe, former military, um, people who have training and expertise in recovery operations. This team would then go to where the child is being held and recover them and immediately return them to their legal guardians, their legal parents. Once in possession, you know, once returned to the, the legal guardians, that team would then escort that family across state lines to wherever their safe place is, their safe house is. They would do all of this with the utmost care and planning to minimize antagonizing or escalating events, to minimize uh, any potential um, hot confrontations. The goal here is to not go in guns a-blazing. The goal is to recover the child safely with as minimal interactions and with as minimal damage because we don't want to create a whole bunch of lawsuits. We don't want to create a whole bunch of collateral issues. We want to recover the child, get the child back in the custody of their parents. A parent cannot kidnap their own child. I don't care what the law says. Get the child back in the custody of their parents and get them safe across state lines. Then, once the child is safe, the third phase of the of reach goes into uh, action. That's when you have all the legal battles. And that's when the state of Washington can get all hopping mad and file lawsuits and file extraditions and blah, 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 blah. And Reach is going to be there 
to help you legally navigate that and be your representation if you want to to fight against all of that. And this is when all the other pieces that we've already put into play come to bear, especially if we have gotten the state in which you put your safe house, that family, get them involved and you have them say, tell the state of Washington, piss off. These are now citizens of Arkansas. These are now citizens of Texas. These are now citizens of these states. You can't touch them. We need to have these types of organizations actively working, actively pushing back against these systems. So how do we do that? Well, that's where I need all of you because this is a little bit outside of my bailiwick. This is a little bit bigger than I've ever attempted to organize anything, and I do not have the expertise to do any of the things that I want to do. What I do have is you to share this podcast, this episode in particular, with people who you know agree that something needs to be done. And maybe they do have the expertise. Maybe they have history or they know somebody and can put us in touch with them and can say, hey, do you want to be part of something special that can actually rescue a child, that can actually save a life, quite literally save a life, save a family from being torn and ripped apart? Can't do it by myself. Can't do it alone. It's going to be a massive undertaking to organize any one of these groups, whether it is the assistance group, whether it is the sanctuary group, whether it is the interdiction group, and whether it is the REACH organization. All of those are going to, they're going to be monumental undertakings to organize them, to put the right people together, to get the funding behind it. And there is no way any one person or even a small number of people can do it. But we can together, all of us. So even though this has been a little bit long-winded episode, I'm going to wrap it up because I've, I've said everything I want to say. I've put the ideas out there and, and I will be dribbling out more um, concrete notions of what these ideas are going to be, uh, especially as I talk with people. But please share this episode. Please share it with anybody who you think even has an inkling of agreement that what Washington state is doing is wrong. What is happening in the rest of the country with the direction this stuff is going? Colorado has effectively the same laws. California has effectively the same laws. Oregon does. This is not new what they're doing. What's new is they're trying to codify it and give it the color of law and trying to make it so that they can snatch your kids away from you and you have no recourse. We want to give you a recourse. We want to give you an option. One that if you tried to do by yourself would potentially land you in hot water. And quite frankly, not everyone is equipped to do. In fact, the majority of us are not equipped to do this by ourselves. So please share this episode. Please get the word out. Give it some thought. Give these ideas that I've articulated some thought. And if you've got other ideas, other ways that we can make this even better, get that feedback. Comment. Send me an email. Go to hazardousliberty.com. Send an email through there. 
Let me know what you're interested in. Let me know how you want to help. Let me know how you can help. And let's make this happen. Okay, let's start saving lives because the left is intent on destroying lives and they've got a head start. So we need to get on the ball and we need to start pushing back. So with that, thank you for listening. Please share the podcast and especially this episode with anyone who you think might enjoy it and can benefit from it and can help with this effort. And as always, God be with you all in all that you do. And remember, keep the faith and keep up the fight.